0: This episode of Forging Flame is brought to you by SquareCatVinyl.com. Square Cat Vinyl is a record store located in the Fountain Square neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. But not only that, they also host live music events for people of all ages. They're a bar and they're also a coffee shop. They're all the cool things wrapped up into one juicy package. But for the time being, they're mainly doing their business online at squarecatvinyl.com. You can see their entire inventory there. You can order new and used records. If you're local, you can do local delivery or local pickup. And they also ship nationwide, guys. It's crazy. Squarecatvinyl.com. Go check them out, please. Welcome to the Forging Flame podcast. This is a podcast where we explore the creative process by talking to creatives of all types. My name is Ryan Selleck. And I'm Nick Hinton. And today we have a very special guest. His name is Mr. Colby Holmes. I added the Mr. there. His name's name's actually Colby Holmes. Um, I just call him Placebo Amigo. Placebo Amigo as well on Instagram. Check him out uh colby and i met years and years ago when he was playing with his band goliathon and they're still to this day one of my absolute favorite bands uh he was playing bass and keys with them uh, just recently he started a new project and he spearheaded it it's called status foe you can check yeah. out their entire album at statusfo.co. it's a great album um uh, what I mean really one of my favorites to come out of the local Indianapolis music scene for sure. How would you describe the genre? It is so difficult to describe. I, I would say um it definitely reminds me a lot of King Crimson in its kind of intricacies and how it the the music's very fluid. It moves all over the place, but it just has a really good groove yeah. to it too. And uh in his it's vocals, pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. I love it, man. It's all over the place. Um then he also plays with uh, another local band called the yavin four and apparently nick hinton is a bit more familiar with them than i am
1: oh yeah i've seen those guys play uh, like twice i think uh the yavin four is uh an indianapolis-based star wars themed tribute band and they're i mean i'm not like a a star wars nerd by any stretch but these guys rock and their music is super groovy it's kind of like you know kind of punky in a lot of ways but uh very poppy very fun easy to easy to bounce around to a little bit nice yeah so on on
0: top of being a magnificent musician he's also been gracious enough to let us record this podcast at his studio which he's uh currently building in the fountain square neighborhood he uh he still needed to put up, you know, some soundproofing material, mm-hmm. but uh the 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 room itself was reasonably quiet and he let us come in there and record our first several podcasts. So, thank you very much to Colby Holmes. His studio will soon be available for Rehearsal time and for recording time, if yeah. anybody is ever interested, you can check him out at, uh, on Instagram at Placebo Amigo. Uh, one of these days, we're going we're gonna to get a website going and help him out with that. I, I, hit him
1: up, I hit him up yesterday, and I pitched him my title for the studio. Yeah. And fingers crossed, it might officially wind up being called Placebo Controls. Placebo Controls. Yeah. What about Placebo <laughs> Control? I don't well, that know. Was, that was that was my initial initial pitch. He added the pluralization and seemed way on board with it. So I'm just going to roll with that. Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> whatever it's called, it will be available, and um, and he'll uh, he'll definitely be offering that service in the in the near future. So if anybody is Very interested cool. in recording podcasts or recording music or even as a rehearsal space, definitely hit him up. Name to be decided. Now. <laughs> Uh, so here's Colby Holmes. He joins us at his own studio and enjoy the show. That's it. That's all. That's all. Um, We're done. All all right. Right. That great job, day. everybody. So uh, how's it going, Colby?
2: How are What's you, up, brother? brothers? I'm great, man. It's a great day. You know, right now we just all got to be positive. That's right. We all got to be positive now. Yeah, I just gave Colby the hand signal to get a little oh, closer. He did. To my I'm an amateur. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. We've done this before. No, it's perfect. That's the no. perfect uh, distance there. Oh, I think great, we- man. Welcome to the studio. Glad to have you all in. Oh, oh, glad yeah, glad you had me. Us. Glad you had me after having you here. <laughs>
1: I feel like I need a a shower now. Further away. Yeah. Right there.
0: Yeah, about right. Like a good little mid-range. We're ending all this, right? (laughs) No, we're, no, this is all rolling. We are. It's raw. We're figuring it out because, um, so we're using, um, uh, Nick's USB mic and we're using mine and we're also using a zoom handheld recorder. This is just all we had on hand because we're, we're. Uh, low on equipment because we're just starting out we're yeah. just figuring this out and um, and I happen to have a zoom recorder and I brought that last second I'm like mm, it's better to have a zoom well, than you're, not have you're a forging zoom. a flame <laughs> we're forging a flame. flame that's right we're working we're working through the
2: I think bl- i figured it out I just gotta keep my elbow here and kind of propped, there you go just, propped. just, just like, like you don't
0: you don't really give a shit what's
1: going on no, I'm, I'm awake,
2: awake though yeah that's good Yeah, coughing. jolted appropriately jolted mm. yep so tell me about the podcast, fellers. Oh well, congrats! Uh, it's always good to yeah, we're make on it, it right jump now. Jump out there, do it. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is
0: it. This is all it is. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're here and we're stuck and we're not leaving anytime soon. Yeah, well, what it's just uh, this?
2: What sparked that starting this? Uh, what sparked yeah, man? He's what sparked us. the flame. Look yeah. at this! Like, we're just turning right into the podcast it. on I, its head. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate
1: your willingness to lean right in. I'm just you
2: know, I, everybody. I always try to because everybody. Needs to hear yeah. about yeah. You, about everybody else. Yeah. Um, Sorry, enough, enough about me. <laughs> enough about me. We haven't started.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, uh, it started because I'm uh, just genuinely interested in the, uh, not, well, not genuinely, genuinely, but generally interested in the creative process. And then uh, pretty recently, yeah. Nick started making a couple other podcasts, one called Mad and Dad in the Garage. Correct. With his oldest daughter. Yeah. And then another one called... The Beard Owner's Manual. Oh. Yeah. And he that just like... Great dude, he doesn't have a production background. Like he just got in there and figured it out. He's like, I got a laptop and uh, I got a phone and I'm going to make a podcast. And I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah. And I started thinking about that. And I'm like, man, how interesting would it be to interview the the musicians and the the people that, that I know just from playing in a band in Indianapolis, you know, met yeah. a bunch of cool people that are all creative in a lot of different ways. And you're definitely one of those people, man. Like I uh, I remember how we met. We met uh, when um, uh, Deadbirds adore us. And Goliathon did a show together at the Volrath, That's right? And oh, man, uh, Volrath. I didn't—I didn't even see their set. Like my dad was in town, and I ended up cutting out early because he was in town, and we were going to go hang out. But I remember Noah and Dan were really excited about seeing you guys, and um, and then afterward, they were really excited after seeing you guys, you know. And um, and then at that point, I still hadn't really met you, but um, then it was like my birthday party coming up and we decided to throw like this big crazy party at my house. And, uh, I was like, man, it'd be cool if we got the Goliath on and we asked you guys and you're like, yeah, sure. So like my first time experiencing you guys was in my basement where, where where dead birds adore us usually, uh, practice. So that's, that was my practice space basically. I just remember standing there, and I was kind of lit because of the, you know, we did have, like, a keg of Sun King alcohol and uh, alcohol, Sun <laughs> yes. King beer.
1: Um, alcohol, was, kids. Alcohol. Yes. Sun King brand alcohol. Yes. XX.
0: That's right. But, um... I just remember standing there and just kind of disbelief that this was happening. I'm just like Jesus Christ, because for people that don't know who Goliathon was, they were a five-piece band, so three guitar players, a bass player, and a drummer, right? Yep. So that's five. That's five pieces, right? Is my math add up? Yeah. Yep. And a- then, um, and then the lead singer, uh, Chris Probasco, Not only is he a super talented lead singer, but he's also a very talented saxophone player, and he <laughs> broke that out oh, yeah. in a very. Um, Gosh, such a creative way. Like your guys' vibe always reminded me of like a, a bigger version of King Crimson, like and because of like, uh, 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 Chris's vocal style, there was a little bit of Led Zeppelin in there, you know, that, mm-hmm. that just wailing vocals and, um, yeah, it blew me away. And then like right around that time too, you released that, um, um uh, that riot in Cairo is a riot in Cairo video.
2: Yep. Yeah. The live one you did it at the radio radio. I think, yeah. Right?
0: Dude, that that video is just, like, so well done. Oh, who did that yeah. again?
2: I think it's Monkey Eats Monkey. Monkey Eats right. Monkey, yeah. They, I, um, oh, shit, the name eludes me. I'm bad. I, I know some names sometimes. Faces are better. <laughs> Give me a face lineup line Who did it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you. Uh, no. Uh, starts with a D, though, or something. Uh, but I, anyhow, uh, it was a duo at the time, a guy and a, a, guy and a gal. Yeah, They it did great, dude. Um they actually shot a few songs, and we were just choosing going to choose the best one, but I think that was a song we were leaning towards also. Um, but yeah, we that was a fun band, dude. We all grew up together, and so I think there was an instant connection just from being childhood friends. But then we didn't even start to really getting to the band together until we were in our 20s. So um, there was that member beginning, Neil, who, who was uh, from Gas City, but he met some of my, my friends through... Like they worked at Guitar Center and they just other bands and local scene stuff, you know. But um, yeah, it's. I remember meeting you guys. Well, not oh, I, I met you at the. Well, I guess I didn't meet you at that show. That's crazy. I didn't. Uh, we well, may I have like on. briefly met, but I, I remember specifically. I oh, yeah, I didn't, uh, part you your guys set. played. I I remember talking to Dan though. I, we went up and we one of us brought up Opeth. I think me and, and the other ones like, dude, I love him. And then we just from there just hit it off, man and then yeah you guys are amazing to me I, really you and devil to pay are my two favorite local bands i've ever had be able to play with for real nice, man and nice. it just had had an awesome sound you had all the visuals behind it all the good thought and Actually one of my favorite shows was the, I think that your last show where Dan and Noah or had the fucking glass pane or Noah had the big glass pane in front of his face <laughs> and his body and his head looked huge from the crowd and <laughs> his body that looked normal Halloween
1: show No it was just
0: it was, I think that was our album Rock release out. show Yeah that was our album release show and we hung that up and what <laughs> that was was, so was uh it was uh, you know those old school projectors like in class yeah. where the yeah it was that that uh that glass pane like out of the projector and put it in front of your face and it like distorts your face <laughs> I remember that one. There were
1: there were a lot of bands on that lineup. I think right, like uh, yeah, I think that was a Lazy Hawk show. Yeah, that's right. I I remember that one. Oh, that's when I met uh, your old brother John Martin. I'm sure he doesn't remember meeting me there. But oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh
0: yeah. yeah that was in 2014 that was uh september 2014
2: yeah i always love noah's voice with that low processor <laughs> he's, songs. he's so he's such a stand-up co- comedian too that's the thing he was using an effect that really anybody could have but not a lot of people do but he did it in such a funny way dude nobody can match that dude oh, oh, right. we talked skill. about
1: that extensively <laughs> the last last oh, time
2: yeah. around yeah i oh, do i know well yeah. he's hard it was funny when he described all these different people I'm like dude, noah is a chef he is an artist and a musician and He's all he checks all the boxes man. yeah but um i'm trying to rearrange this microphone i think i'm
0: getting some bounce back from you are you hearing that when he's talking are you hearing the uh, you,
2: bu- you know probably we need to let's put up some of this phone just hold it there i'm just gonna hold it here the whole <laughs> time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well will be they'll be able to hear great improvement during how about
0: if we four. turn this a little bit so we're putting you at a little bit more of an angle so you can scoot your chair yeah. if you want to like and Yeah. And keeping this as well, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm really approaching this thing. I'm approaching this thing from a very hands-off perspective. Like, I mean, perspective, but approach, um, which is very different from my personal creative processes. My, my creative processes are very hands-on, like a little too much. So Mm. where my perfectionism slows me down type thing. Yeah. And in this case, it's just like, I'm just going to let it fly, especially with these first few episodes where we're still figuring out like our process. That's
1: sort of part of the. Um, the allure, I guess, you know? Yeah. It's much much more similar to my own process, which is just do it and figure it out as you go along. So yeah, it works right. for me. I, I appreciate know, I it. S- yeah.
2: Well, it puts you in a good comfort zone, you know? Yeah. It's like a, it's a live jam thing. It's like jazz. Yeah. Jazz it up. <laughs>
0: Very much. Yeah, it's still getting it, but uh, I um, don't know.
2: Maybe if we. Uh, should, I, should I do this? Oh.
0: How does that sound? Say Check. something.
2: You. You know?
0: I think uh, it's a little better, right? actually. Well, yeah. there you go. It yeah. worked. Yeah, it is.
2: Because it's blocking me. I'm not. Now it's hitting the foam and bouncing back at me. I oh, can hear it now. You know, it'd be right here. You yeah. just got about 30% sexier, Colby. 30 <laughs> 30%. <laughs> like
1: butter in my ears.
2: What, what, yeah. You know. i try not to, you know. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, well. Yeah, um, this room yeah we don't have quite to keep there, that yeah. up. Yeah.
0: I, I want to at least be able to see you. I think. Uh, I think what's happening is your voice. Is coming back and it's hitting this wall and it's hitting my mic. Oh, so that I mean, that's not a big deal in in terms of editing. Like you know, like whenever I'm hearing it, I can just chop out the other microphones and then yeah. when we chime back in, it's it's okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out because it's not happening. Happening? I said it's not happening with uh, my voice. I might cut that out. Got other panel showing up a little, this week. That was too. a little much. <laughs> I had to do a little bit of a test there, but uh, no. Anyway, so Goliathon. Um, Super awesome band. I was always really impressed with uh, with uh, every one of your performances. Such a big sound, nice, especially nice. with the the three guitars. And then you switched from uh, bass to keys pretty frequently. And mm-hmm. then Chris would change from playing guitar to singing to breaking out the saxophone. Nice. And uh, just had such a good vibe, man. And like we always loved playing with you guys. That was just like
2: our Goliathon shows are some of our favorite for sure. Thanks, dude. Yeah, it was it was a fun band, and seemed to really have a good following of people. I mean, that's I try to be modest, but after oh, I heard myself at down the tunnel, <laughs> that's funny. I try to be modest, but I mean, you get more confidence after you have enough people that you respect and their opinion and musical ability to like really like you then. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, I can have more confidence. Cause I mean, a lot of these people aren't going to bullshit. And I know me, I don't, I want to be, I'm going to be nice and respectful always. But if I go out of my way to talk to y'all, I mean, that means they I like it. Shit, you know, yeah. You know. yeah. It's uh, the right kind of validation for
0: sure. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's pretty typical within music. I mean, not a lot of people will, like, really go out of their way to tell you that they like your music if they don't really like your music. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe if it comes up in conversation and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, like, then you're like, okay, well, you're not that into it. But when people go out of their way to, like, tell you, you know, like, I really enjoyed that, you know, like, then you're, no, you're like, okay, thanks, time. man. Oh, yeah. yeah, feels
2: good. It, it does. Not that I don't appreciate everybody's, but it's, we get enough validation from other people that you have, you know, similar respect for in a way. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you also
0: have another project called status foe, which is equally impressive in my opinion. So, it really reminds me a lot of, uh, of King Crimson and, um, man, there's just, there's a lot happening in that record. So you, you mainly That's did it. that one by yourself, right?
2: Uh, no, um, actually I had a lot of people involved, but I, as far as, I, I started it all just from ideas I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play a lot of instruments on it though, so I mean, I I wrote, I, I did it myself as far as wrote all the songs and you know lead singer for the first time, so and all the lyrics and um, I tried to I'd let everybody kind of do their thing on their parts. So I try to you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like that philosophy and you know, if, if you're asking people to be part of something fun, like just let them do their thing. I mean, you can give some suggestions, but. They always have, usually are gonna have a better idea because that's their specialty. But, Hell yeah! Um, I had like four songs. Um, I, I took over to Ryan over at the barn and and um, started those. And after a while, we're like, okay, because Ryan is a drummer, so I'm like, we need a few more members for sure. We need a couple of guitar players, and I'm like, well, Derek, who's in Goliathon, a good friend. I'm like, he's he definitely would be a good fit. And then he said he should hit up Larry, his brother-in-law. And I did. And Larry's been an integral part of the band. And so us four um, recorded those four songs and we did a couple more and it turned out to be 10. And then, you know, I had one or two probably just kind of cut out, but we got those on there and then we were starting to go through to mix them. And so it was all kind of, I want to say "fly by the seat, seat of your pants," whatever that slogan is. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, We we just we just, just built it all from scratch, really, which just was let, cool.
1: Let it be what it was.
2: Yeah, and we kind of put it together, and it was it's a unique, cool record. And um, but there was no, the expectation from the beginning, like it was all songs and a new band that I was starting. And Ryan was helping me, you know, get these songs together and produce them. And we brought on other members, and it's kind of unique though. But because by the time the record was done and we released it, we already had a couple couple members. Not a part of the band anymore you know just because it took a few year process and really it was done with we we're about to do this record not you know everybody that got involved wasn't necessarily like full-time live person right mm-hmm. um but we got we had a couple guitars bass you know vocals and drums and then we brought on mark to play horns which anybody around town here knows who that is so he's a cool dude but uh, per Ryan's request it turned out good he did a handful of songs it was really good you know like bassoon which is crazy awesome to hear on rock nice. stuff You know, saxophone we even had him. you pulled have up. a sax in there yep oh uh, uh, yeah.
1: right I was listening to oh, that yeah. on the way I'm here King and it. I just yeah, immediately dude. keyed in on that nice. Oh, fuck yeah,
2: heavy yeah, well, Mark, so Mark did great man even we had him pull out the flute on one song <laughs> yes. so uh, propagated sounds he's got flute in there um, yes. so yeah really add a lot to the uh, those songs and then my friend Warren, who plays pedal steel on the record, he he was in another band with me at the time, a friend of ours, Jeff. It was called the Deadweight. It's Americana type stuff, and we we'd known each other for a while, but we we reconnected through um, through this other project. I'm like, it'd be cool to have you play a song on the record, you know? And that started at that, and then he showed up, and we're like, dude, this is awesome. Like, let's try another one, and then like, yeah, all right, a few more. So we did four, and then he he's really become a part of the full-time band he's playing guitar now too so we we got that record done and um, Jason got involved and mixed it and finished mastering it and uh, sent it and then we were re- released it he played a lot of lead stuff too you heard on there a lot of the, uh, big solos um, and that was kind of fa- you know finalized finishing touches on it mm-hmm but you know ryan's got his studio he's in a million projects and so he's got a lot going on jason's a producer and he's got a family so he's got a lot going on mm-hmm. and derek who played guitar is still one of my best friends and there's always will be it's this is this is a perfect example of how if you if you're like transition away from the project here's how you do it you know he's just got to a point where he's like man you know i'm getting busy with school and work and you know him and his wife have been together for a couple of years at this point so uh you know, we basically finished doing the record, but we hadn't played live yet. We're going to wait to release it. And it, it took you know a few years to release this record. It almost took you know. So we were involved with it a lot. And he decided to move on. It was like cool, no worries, man. And um, like, cool, you know, it wasn't like it, he didn't drag his feet. That's what one bad thing of like. Sometimes people, it's it's too hard to to try to cross that bridge and then or tell at least be vocal about it. and Then they'll just start maybe not showing up or something. It's like no, just you know just. Say, you know, respectfully, you can't do it. And yeah. it was all cool. Was, you know, like I said, we put this, it was all about putting this record together, and we did. And then, you know, I wanted, to, I have a whole second record. I'm, i pretty much, all the songs are done. I mean, I have even a couple of new ideas that keep popping up, so there might be other songs on it. But I've been working on these songs a year and a half, some of them, two, two years, other ones, like a few months. And uh, even that first record, I mean, there were songs, King Man, for example, was a piano riff I had for. Mm-hmm probably 10 years, you know, another oh, wow. a couple of the other songs we come up with on the spot or within a year of the record. And they all just seem to fit. And this ne- next record, I've been working on a few for a lot, for a couple of years, like I said, even before this last one was done. And even some of the lyrics have become very relatable to current times. And it's, it's pretty cool. And I'm like, I didn't, obviously I didn't foreshadow it or kind of did, but people might think, oh, you wrote these about this. And I'm oh, be gosh. like, no. You know, yeah, yeah. It's getting released. Oh, it's getting on. released right now. But it, this was actually written about this other stuff. You know, a while yeah. back, and it's got a different lyrical theme. It's. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And so basically, to kind of sum up that first record. After that, you know, Derek left, and then Ryan and Jason, you know, were just a part of too much other things, and 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 you know, weren't going to be a part of the live show, and they, you know, understood that, and that was kind of mutual understanding because of the timing time it's gonna require and expectations, that type of thing. So I um I talked to Chad from Devil to Pay and the Avon Four and he's in um but actually to Link In beginning of last year, um I think it was beginning of last year, he hit me up and his band, the Avon Four, Star Wars yeah. themed, cool rock, punk rock band. Oh, those guys are awesome. Oh yeah, man. He's like, Hey man, we need a bass player. You wanna would you would you be in for that i was like hell yeah dude I'm, <laughs> nice. I'm like i didn't even have to hear it and i'd always respected him and always you know loved his drumming and so any if he asked me to jam I'm like yeah let's do it so i, I learned that there are a couple of records and we played a few shows and um you know actually about to work work on another one. we were you know planning nice. on starting the next record before all this shit hit so i'm sure mm-hmm. we'll get to it here into this year but so we, just, we just started jamming together and then i, I kind of be, got the need of a, a live drummer and just drummer going forward and so i messaged him sent him the record him his wife loved it right away and she's like you should play with these guys he's like oh i buy it and so now so he joined and so it's me him larry and warren and so for the first record warren's picked up guitar on a lot of songs he's actually a guitar player by trade and he went to that Atlanta arts institute i think I believe. nice so he's a, he's a great all-around player. He just happened to play pedal steel on the record, and that was kind of a cool specialty. But he, and he also plays bass on some songs, so he's been able to help be kind of an all-around utility guy. So we're able to pull off th- these songs with four of us and pretty damn good to where, you know, it's not the exact same as the record, but it's, it doesn't have to be. and it's, It gives a cool, unique live experience. And we've oh, already, yeah. this next record has been us four, and that's kind of the, the, the goal at it, too. I'm like, I'm not going to make it as extravagant. I aim it, aim to make it sound great and just as good and actually better. You know, you always strive to make it better. And I, I think these songs are more, more mature, at least to me, more unique and kind of weird. You know, just, <laughs> but um, some of them, some of them I've had for lyrically for years, and other ones are newer. And I've still have, um, you know, Larry's going to contribute a couple to this record, I believe, a couple of his song ideas. So, um, he's been real active, and so. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the focus, and even this room, as we kind of get soundproofed, obviously it's not ready yet. <laughs> but um, you know, sound condition, everything, and we'll try to start tracking the next one. And um, we actually had our show scheduled at Radio Radio in April, and then that got delayed. Yeah. As our first show, too, we spent years get, like putting the record together, which is fine though. It's like I've built patience. I'm not worried. Yeah, it's giving me time. I feel like I'm becoming a better singer over time. Nice. That's cool. Sorry. I don't care. I'm am I'm a
0: running producer and listening yeah, at the yeah. same time. I was that's, that's uh how I, was, you I was trying to like drop my own level and see if that affected that echo. Um but I'm on a new level. That's oh, uh, all good. I'm thinking it'll it's coming out of the left channel that mic. Are are you hearing that a little bit? A little bit is it coming out of your left ear? Uh I can't tell. Well, about, did you is did it you... coming out one ear or the other?
2: Well, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, that. you
0: don't you don't hear that? Okay, that's good. I definitely don't want you to hear that because yeah. that like that would fuck me up. Like hearing a hearing a constant echo. Yeah, kind
2: of thing. no, not echo. Okay, good. Nope, it's pretty good. I'll cool. Try, I think man. I found the best spot Perfect. right here. There it is. So there it yeah, is. Man, you just, sound
0: like you're in a boat vo- vocal booth, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> try to stay steady
2: here. Beautiful. Yeah, man. So I really. I'm ready, ready to knock out this next one. I'm actually playing guitar on a lot of them, um, nice. Because most of the songs in the first record I wrote on acoustic, and this just you know, feels like a good way to write songs. Or this happens to be where I'm writing stuff, and I've been playing a lot more guitar. So, hmm. a few of these I'm, I'm I finger pick, and I play kind of a precise thing to where it's it makes more sense to me just play that and not try to teach one of the guys to mimic me, you know. And that's where Warren's coming to play. He's going to play bass on a couple of them, and he'll play pedal steel on most of the others, and maybe some guitar. Um, and I've got a couple on bass, maybe a couple on piano. But it's, I don't know these newer ones. A lot of the newer ones, I've just been writing on guitar, and it's almost becoming like it seems like comfortable, right? And mm-hmm. singing, singing to it, it's like I've got it down. But I think we'll mix it up. We'll be bass and guitar going on. You know, And some of them live might turn out, you know, right now I play a couple um, songs on bass live that Derek recorded on because I played acoustic on the first record for Seeds What's Around and Truth Leaks Out. And I played acoustic on a lot of the songs, but on that one, um, it was more, um, it, it was higher in the mix. so It was more like a key part on those two songs. And I wanted someone else's mind on bass, so... Derek was a, you know, it's a great all around player. So I had him play bass, and but when we started learning him live, I'm like, well, now he's not playing, so I'm, I'm going to play on bass, and um, I don't know.
1: I want, I wonder, like, because to me, and I'm, I'm not any person that anyone should ever like listen to in terms of musical critique or advice, but I wonder. Because that seems from from my very limited perspective to be a super innovative approach, right, to to assembling a piece of music, a work of music, using so many different people interchangeably based on what their strong suits are seems like super efficient for one. And I mean, I know you said it's, it, you know, some of these you're like taken a couple of years on, which I, I find that parallel really mm. interesting. I know you've got, you've got a song that you're going to be releasing that you've kind of had in one form or another for what, like more than 10 years, 11 years. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, nice. and my mind is blown by that. Like the patience that musicians have yeah, you don't is have a choice. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess that's probably true of most like good forms of art. Right. But I mean, like, I live in a world where everything's much more immediate. It's like, uh, take some time putting some of the components together, assemble them, tweak it, but, like, then pass it to someone so they can guzzle it, you know? Like, sure. So, but uh, I don't even actually remember what my initial point was no, there. Are, but
2: you, I, you, made, you led to some good points, and I, I think one of my key things in being creative is just compiling ideas and letting them flow out whenever and wherever and having no yeah. stipulations or restrictions or... Too many, uh, you know... reasonable
1: expectations. Yeah,
2: expectations, yeah. or don't be too critical on yourself. Yeah. But don't try... I want to say don't try too hard, but don't... I think being uh, just constantly uh, involved in music, whether you're jamming, if you pick up a guitar somewhere, or you're listening to stuff, or you're just... If, you're, if your creative mind's constantly on, I feel like mm-hmm. you, today's age is great, man. I've Probably the last 10, 10 12 years since we've all had... Smartphones, uh, using the voice recorder, a lot of musicians do because so you can just track hundreds and thousands of ideas on here, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, hundreds and thousands—not hundreds of thousands—we need like both,
0: yeah, <laughs> hundreds I need and thousands and hundreds of
2: thousands, millions, oh, billions, 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 billions and billions and
0: billions and billions and
2: billions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. So some songs, like you're right, some songs take years and years, but because you have the ideas, and I don't, I don't think you should ever force the ideas. Yeah. Other songs you come up within a week or a few days and at least the structure and then... Um, but I think having a lot of ideas, just like an artist, if you just had a lot of uh, canvases and you had a lot of ideas going or... I don't I don't know if... You just... You don't put as much pressure and I feel like I've been in bands most yeah. of my life since middle school and I feel like you have to learn like anything else. Things I've learned from being a part of other bands, it's like don't be too critical of yourself mm-hmm. but also be... You know, be thorough and be do critique yeah. yourself. Don't, sure. don't just put out crap or, you know. I, and I think the more active you are, the more willing you, you are to just, you know, record any and every idea. A lot of them aren't any good, but the ones that are really good, I feel like they're going to stick.
1: Right. Well, I think one thing that I'm kind of seeing, um, like now, you know, now that we're getting into this conversation, it seems like because you mentioned uh, how some of the music that you've been working on a while, but are going to be releasing is more timely than it seemed like it would have been Mm. initially. So if you, if you're removing that judgment on yourself and you are just creating freely and you're not overthinking it and you're just banking it, if it doesn't seem right, right now, just a little bit of added patience, you know, societally or whatever times might come about where that is hyper relevant. And it's just like the perfect time Mm. to drop it. So I really like that kind of macro, like, like, Puzzle piece sort of situation. Yeah, that's, dude. I never thought about that before. Well, that's really
2: great. Yeah, I think a lot of art is timeless too, music and film, because mm-hmm. and art, you know, even paintings and things that decades old. But you listen to lyrical themes or things it's like, well, damn, you know, it's so broad. But the more I've been during this lockdown, I've been watching a lot of history, and I love science-based things. Sure. So I spent a lot of my evenings just watching YouTube, just as many things as I can on those topics, but. If you learn about history and how all these societies operate and work and there's always there's, there's always power and there's always going to be manipulation and things it's just how it goes you know mm-hmm. as much as I love our country I, I do love our country and I think we got very lucky to be born where we are anybody has True. complaints I'm like look, and, look, look at the Africa Middle East like you're you're lucky to keep living you know yeah. and if you're living you you're fucking miserable so we live in a great place but you can't be naive to there's higher powers and there's some there's some bullshit going on and yeah. both parties yeah. are full of shit man and yeah. I, I was a part of it i was you know i was a bernie supporter in 2016 i spent a lot of time and effort i, went, I was a delegate at the convention, state convention and i saw from the first hand how corrupt that bullshit is and uh. Uh, man i i have i could spend a whole podcast on that whole event <laughs> i actually wrote one song sour grapes resolutions from that nice. was, I was told it's too, too much to get into, but that, that <laughs> line was said at this convention. So I took it, uh, just inspired a, a song, but, um, I don't know that really made me after that whole thing become a little more independent libertarian in a way, but not extremely, but more caring about myself and even you and your loved ones. Cause at the end of the day, whoever's running shit, like world powers are going to keep running it. There's yeah. whoever's there next WWE star to be our president or whoever and this is ultimate like Vince McMahon like could borrow this storyline oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah but um, anyhow they I think you know my first record even had some like those lyrical themes and that's another thing I never I never set out to write certain lyrics or have a song topic on my head it's just like usually it's all musical at first for me and then melodically and then certain words just pop out and then I write them I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I'm like, that's cool that these make sense. So I'll have a certain word. I'm like, what's does that word? Ri-? And it'll pop pop into my head as I'm writing these lines. And then I'm like, Oh, this fits perfect. I hope it means what I want it to mean. And like, cause I don't quite know, you know, some words are like, what exactly does it mean? I look it up and it's like, yeah, it fits cool. Or, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but the first record was a lot of, uh, you know, I worked at a corporate inside sales job for a textbook publisher and, uh, you know ate my soul after a couple of years, made good Happy. money, but I just couldn't do it man and so I started this band and wrote kind of a lot of that lyrical theme and I had a business a degree from butler and so it um I learned a lot about the corporate world, but i you know there's good stuff, but there's some negative things man and even being a part of the sales world uh, so I left and inspired with this band some so a lot of it's societal things some of sure. other of it other songs are like political or but but not direct, but more like people, you know, wake up your mind in a way, and just like mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's it's led me. I've I've become a lot more. I won't say apolitical, but in a way, more. And you know, I've got pushed right by a lot of things, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I think that's the best. You don't extreme shit really isn't good, you know. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. That's why even why our system's set up. Like you got to have collective people, but the, all those people are bought out. So it's a fucking show. <laughs> yeah. It's a show. It's, you know, just live our lives, but that's what I've realized I can't to waste too much of my own time on that bullshit, you know mm-hmm. fuck it yeah. care about make my own, make mo own money. That's the thing you can uh, you can be mad or another times be like upset with society or things, but you gotta just you gotta take advantage of what there is too, sure. you know? mm-hmm. but I don't know, this next worker is different, you know i um more personal relationships and things you know and and many many different relationships that I went through that with people I'd had, you know, been connected with. And so these next, I don't know, this next record has a lot of the lyrical drive, but I feel like a lot of them are still, um, could be vague enough to where they apply to things. But, and I didn't even set out to that either, but I feel like when you, you know, life changes when you are with people for years or whether it's friends or girlfriends or, even loved ones that pass, anything, right? It's, oh, yeah. Your life changes, your mind's just in a different you know, different state, right? Yeah, sure. Your subconscious is in a different state, so sometimes words that come out, it's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, so that's where this next one's heading, and like I said, I'm trying to make the musical lineups different, and I mean, it's, and that's kind of my goal, too. I don't want to recreate what I've already done and move on to the next, and we make it evolving, and... I oh, don't know. Maybe play play a live show eventually. Yeah, we're eventually, so close. I um, <laughs> It was like I don't know. It, was, it was like fate laughing at us. You know? <laughs> Your show, first show, we finally
0: had it, and then it delayed. And I was excited delayed. for that one too. That that had devil to pay on the card. Yeah, too, DTP right? yeah.
2: and toxic nice. reasons. Yeah. Nice. So, when was that supposed to happen? Supposed to happen April 30th, I believe. Then it got pushed back to June 5th, and it got delayed again. But now I think it's aiming end of July. Now end of July. Nice. The, way, the way the way we're trending, our society, the way our city's trending, it seems like that is doable, but you see these current, these next spikes and we could get all into all this shit, dude. And, and
0: yeah. Yeah. No telling where,
2: I know that's, that's one thing of all this. Like I'm trying not to overplay now.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I take advantage, like all the creatives right now Like, we've got, we've, a lot of us have had time. You no, know, I do, yeah. I do video production, live sports. So that was one of the big things to get shut down. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I had a lot of gigs booked too. So I lost a lot of money, but you know, thankfully they had that, contractor unemployment program Mm. and i was able to get it and so and i I, trust me i don't like it but it's like fuck it man take my money i had a lot of money i just lost so yeah to
1: what it's there for man
2: (laughs) i know exactly but um i I felt like i've used a good amount of time on music i hope i hope you know Mm -hmm. but same deal it's like i i couldn't i'm not lyrically motivated and i haven't necessarily written songs about these times because again i don't it's just my approach. Everybody's different, you know, Mm -hmm. singing and songwriting and all this word um, selections. I figured out myself, you know, I talked, took bass and piano, but you, you start doing enough musical stuff. You can learn other things and singing along to records of some of my favorite singers and being able to tell that I'm not hitting the right notes yet. So just work through it and grind through it for years. And, um, I don't know. It's, been fun you know i never knew i could, could be a singer or would be you know it's crazy <laughs> you but sound great on the record nice, man. man it
0: sounds good it's yeah. uh i mean as good as any singer you know like Thanks, it's dude. uh that's a that's definitely a hard part with music because it's uh your your voice is so much more personal to you than than like a bass riff you know what yeah. i mean so if you do a bass riff or you even play bass live and you mess up nobody's <laughs> gonna know but if you sing and your voice cracks Everyone there knows you fucked up. You know, like <laughs> oh, <dude>. everyone knows <laughs> that God. was not supposed to happen. Yeah, and do I don't even like this band anymore. You know, <laughs> You're
2: right, man? That can happen. Uh, well, and that leads into um on the, the bats. The flip side of that, or the one side that makes some people too um, critical themselves, or they just. Mm-hmm. But it, there's no substitute for the work. You know, that's another yeah. thing. My cardio is damn good, man. I run a lot, and like a lot of. The, all my other motivation is just to be fit and I feel good when my blood flows and I play sports growing up, but we got all this extra time. I, was, I already had a good gym routine, but now it's like I'm just doing in home workouts or running. But uh, like even recently, but, you know, I time do the running keeper, but part of me is like, man, if I'm going to be a singer and be fucking for real, I need to keep that up. And it, it really does yeah. translate if you're singing hard notes. And um, I spent a couple of years, when I lived in Shelbyville with my brother um, a few years ago, and I was. Working on the record, I just started recording vocals, that kind of thing. Um, I drive from Shelbyville to Indy about every day for work and you know music stuff, and so most days that's thirty minutes both ways, give or take thirty or forty. And I spent a lot of those hours singing along on my car, whether it's to our demos or to a lot of these records I like, Chris Cornell and Ian Thornley and shit that vocalists I love that fucking badass and really hard to sing and it, it really helped me for sure and then other songs that artists I like that um even Michael Eiderfeld you know some of those songs are it's more in my range too but yeah but I, I've uh I've learned to be able to sing some of these Cornell stuff man and even Ian Thornley and I felt like it was just years a couple of years of trying it you know and working towards it now you know I'm not not by any means I would say them or as good as them or have their same ranges but I felt like been good stuff to try to learn to because it's challenging, and I've learned ways to pull off these notes that I can't explain, and it doesn't hurt, it doesn't strain, so I feel like I'm doing it right. But it's a weird, different delivery from your throat, and you know, like a way I I don't I can't explain it. But I it took me forever because I'd be singing and shrieking and like being shrill, yeah. trying to hit these notes for a while, and I'm like man, I can't do it. And then then it almost like clicked one day. Feel me? It's weird because some of my syllables are strange in a way but it's like you just i just write it out and yeah. you know try to improve at it but i don't know yeah it's
1: brought a brought a brand new like vocal system online that you didn't know existed oh, yeah that's, that's exactly cool.
2: if you if you read from what chris Cornell used to always say he'd be amazed what your voice could do if you just lock yourself in a room mm. and it's a great quote and it's like you can it's true, you know, and it's really hard. I'm I'm nervous. I'm one of those people that I don't like to sing around people, you know, usually. <laughs> I'm like, I don't mind to perform. I have no, I'm not scared or anything. But as far as just, like, practicing and things, I'm, like, yeah. more personal. It's That's just like a personal thing. Yeah. That's where the car, this this kind of um, this accidental benefit of living out there with my brother for those couple of years, it was like I was driving back and forth so much, and that was car time, and I was dedicating. In the car, you're, yeah. it's like a nice little vocal booth. Yeah. You can hear yourself and monitor it, and yeah. if, if it's just you in there especially, there's no nerves. and
1: so If you can pick your nose while you're that's driving, right. you can sing while you're driving. It's <laughs> yeah, true, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You can whistle that way, I think.
2: <laughs> yes. so, I mean, that's, that was how I learned to sing, and I mean, everybody's different, but it, you know I still know it could be a lot better, but it's, there's no substitute for the rigor, as I feel like, yeah. no matter what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Some people are, can pick it up quicker or things, but I don't know. It's like anything. Mm-hmm. It's like right now in our... you know, I just moved to Fountain Square. It's a great street, and it's a cool neighborhood, but I'm closer to downtown. You know, We have a right to have a, own guns. I've never been a gun owner, a family that is, but I'm like... Well, I'm a homeowner here, close to downtown. I want to get a gun. And in this, norm, this current climate, like about a week ago, I'm like, I'm getting one. Yeah. And same deal, though. I want, to, I want to build a practice enough. I hope I never have to use it, and that's not the goal. But right. you don't want to be fucking caught off guard. Yeah, sure. it's not worth that. And if I have one I want to be solid. But it's like anything else. I need to go shoot for, uh, you know, for a while and get comfortable with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not. It's like even with instruments. Somebody, you know if you haven't put in years of most likely, most likely if you haven't put in years on an instrument and just really spending time, you know, time, you're not going to be pretty good, like great at it. Most likely it's very rare, very rare, no matter what it is. So it's yeah. kind of like, you got to put know. the time in, yeah. you do, and you've got to enjoy it. So it's like, if you have, if you love it, there shouldn't be an issue, right? Yeah. You know that. Yeah, for
0: sure. Man. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's almost like, um, um, there's a direct correlation between the time and energy you put in into it and what you're going to get out of it. And like, I think, I think with a lot of people, what determines like the skills that they're going to excel at really comes down to what they actually have the patience for, you know, Mm -hmm. because I have just about infinite patience for guitar practicing the same thing over and over until it is just flawless. (laughs) You know, I will like practice scales until I'm blue in the face. I'm fine. But if I had to practice, like, like painting, like, I would get frustrated with that. And I <laughs> right. would just, like, I'm just, like, yeah, this is, right. like, I suck. This is terrible. When it
2: leads into, it's, like, I think everybody, naturally, I'm a believer in, they do, you do have certain skills or talents or genetic things. I think anybody can do anything. It so can yeah. take a lot more work for some people than others. But right. the same deal, like, you know. I don't have the talent for painting or drawing. I loved I love that stuff. I wish I could, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there would be enough of me spending years doing it to think yeah. I could,
0: right? Yeah, but
2: that's it's hard to say.
0: But if you practice like three hours a day
2: for ten years, you know, yeah, like the Colby on good. the other
0: side of that's going to be damn good at whatever I that was. You know, it. yeah. like
2: um, it's like a lot of skills and jobs, right? It's yeah. like people doing it. It's like man. You've got to spend the time. Yeah. I, read, I read a really good book about it called
0: Mastery by Robert Green, I think. And um, basically he just examines all these different masters of these different skill sets. So like uh, uh, John Coltrane was in there yeah. and then um, um, uh, he examined uh, Darwin um, Gosh, who else? Leonardo da Vinci, just people like that. And he kind of looks at their upbringing and he tries to find like commonalities between them. And like the best way that I can kind of understand mastery is like this: um, it's basically a web of small, well understood concepts. So, So for music, like maybe a small scale or like a small lick or something like that, and you get really good at this one little thing then you move on and you get really good at this other thing. And then eventually it forms this web where it like readily communicates with itself. It's like building one mm-hmm. idea is like one little neutron. And then eventually you have a web of neutrons and they're all firing and communicating with each other. And like, you got to put in that time to build those little nodes so that you have that web, you know, I
2: believe it. And i th- straight. Yeah. And I think it's, it's like different subdivisions of, whether it's music or art, right? If you're a musician, if you if you spend the years on guitar, then you could probably learn bass a lot quicker than a non-musician than mm-hmm. all these other instruments. You know, I grew up playing piano from as a little kid. Then I took bass lessons and did that for years and then always kind of picked up on guitar. But then, you know, I spent years years on guitar and then I've been spending a few years on vocals and it's like all these things. I feel like there's, there's musical, like, I want to say skill or, Or Mm -hmm. traits to all these, to where you know if you got if you got musicality here, it's easy to transfer. Right, as an artist too, you can paint, or I'm sure you can draw pretty well. You probably be able to sculpt better than a non artist. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to. um, Your coordination
0: too, like when you're Mm -hmm. playing, like with me, like I almost feel like I was supposed to be a drummer, just because I feel like I pick up drumming skill Mm. quicker than others. But maybe that's because I started playing guitar. And like, I developed this coordination between my right and my left hand that a lot of people don't ever really develop unless they've got a particular thing that they're working on that, uh, that requires this balance between these two different limbs, you know, but then like translating mm-hmm. that into drums, like that's just a different form of coordination. So instead of like doing this and this, I'm doing this and this, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. that's part of it. It's like a, a broadening kind of, um, contextual field, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's overlap, you know, between the different instruments, even between entirely different skills, too. Yeah,
2: dude, Fields is a great, crazy story, man. <laughs> Matt Fields, oh yeah, man. He's, he's awesome. Man. But he's, yeah, he's awesome. He's a fantastic drummer. And we were middle school. He played, uh, he was singer in one of the bands, and uh, I was in, you know. And he played guitar and stuff in other bands, but you know, he was. He's such a goofball. Is he he's such a clown, and it was great. You know, we were best friends in middle school. We're still great friends. And uh in, in Goliathon, when he joined that band, I swear he would only drummed like one or two years. Mm-hmm. But he had some natural knack, dude. And he's, everybody saw him, and even all the great drummers around were like, "Damn, he's badass, dude." It was <laughs> the same
0: thing with Dan. <laughs> Dan had so only weird. been playing for like one or two years when yeah. he started Dead Birds.
2: Like it was the exact yeah. same thing. That's and they're funny. both unique in their way. They have their own like. That's another thing. Their own creative approach to it. Yeah. And, um, uh, man, it was let it loose. I like to think that our group helped grow, make him get better too, because he was playing with me and Chris and, and been in, and we'd been in bands a long time. And I know Chris was in, you know, jazz band in high school and, you know, I know Derek had played guitar a long time and, um, but he actually didn't join until later, but mm-hmm. Neil played a long time. I'm pretty sure Justin Ray played guitar for a long time. He was, or, he was bass player for, at that before me so but anyhow at, my, what I'm just getting at is that um, he was just a crazy cool unique story man yeah like, cause he was so like it's, it's rare that you can go from like not playing until within like a couple of years you're badass and everybody in town <laughs> like god and drumming like I love drumming but the footwork is tough to me even getting that muscle work it's the hand work's definitely a lot closer and I think maybe all the handwork instrument playing you know. yep but yep. um I think you get some of the most creative stuff that way too. Yeah, sometimes. But. I always love um, Fields'
0: drum kit too, man. His just huge, but oh, yeah, he got the bottom basic, kit. For, <sighs> like yeah. that
2: huge bass drum, <laughs> and got that what from did Bob Bob he have? Really? <laughs> yeah, he bought that. Oh, from Man, Bob. rest
0: in peace, Bob Fouts. Oh, man.
2: man, that was a bummer to hear about. Yeah, yeah big time, man. Um, yeah, he he bought that from him. We did our first Goliathon record through him. If anybody man, didn't know nice. that, so it's, I didn't it's know that. Oh yeah, no way. It's called. Without further ado. Uh, but it's that's online. Uh, I believe YouTube's best spot. But yeah. it's a rocker. It's a great album. Bob Bob produced it. I remember uh, being over in his basement. Basement Rage. Um, actually, that one I'm pretty sure is 10 year anniversary right now. We going to pop on, on the media, either. dude, and, yeah. uh, and boost it. You guys it, still have a website, Goliathon.net? No, is it still I don't think it is. Oh, um, man, I know. I probably, you know, I got the. Shame. Oh, I know. We, we could probably make that happen again, couldn't we? Hey, I,
0: I, I know a guy Yeah, who knows a guy. He did pretty good on the
2: status foe side, hey. he did, didn't he? Yeah. Check yep. that out, statusfoe.co, Shameless St- blog. <laughs> yep, statusfoe.co. we got some great videos from the genius Brad Daly. Oh, yeah, those videos yeah. are good, dude. Those yeah. are fun. Yeah, that's another thing. I, I didn't really talk much about him, but a fellow freelancer I've done video, sports video work with, um, he no longer does that he's just a professor full-time at ball state for advanced video but his name is brad daly super cool dude man one of the best dudes i've you know one of the best dudes you can meet really and he just he heard some of my demos when we were working together four years ago and he's like, hey man i want to make a music video i was like hell yeah hell yeah let's do it you know what are your expectations you just hear somebody i'm like sure we, i'm sure it'll be fun but we start doing it i was like fuck like this dude's for real man he oh yeah <laughs> Radio edit. No. Uh, oh no do, no, no. Do, no. Feel do free. It. It. No, no, you're, you're fine. Fuck you're you, fine. FCC. Think Get out just, of my biz man. I think uh, America. Nick just
0: became aware that the camera's there. Oh yeah. No, 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 no I got I was got just, you. I was oh, just no.
2: making sure I had That's this. Sure
1: step away to was, um, to empty my fluid out oh, okay. that's, that's oh, oh, I got Brilliant.
2: They're emphasizing yeah. to the crowd. Is, is everything you with that? your mic
1: okay? You were kind of... Yeah. No, I'm just oh, okay. resetting myself so I wasn't clanging around, getting up and down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, thoughtful. Good. Thoughtful. Everybody's uh-huh. coming through nice and good. Brad, is he, is he oh, the yeah, dude sorry. that's in the um,
0: uh,
2: Propagated Sounds video? No, that's Warren and Larry. Warren. Okay. Warren's, Warren's my uh, vampire buddy.
0: Did, uh, did Brad do both of those videos? Or he did. Brad
2: did both. And we had a third that we had haven't released and we might not I never really completed it for Equinox and it had a lot of people in it um, but we added some guitar from Jason so it made sense if we were going to have the video be complete we needed Jason in it because we used everybody else And but then Derek was no longer part of the band and then like Ryan isn't so now we've got old members which just don't matter but um, it wasn't more of a story it was just more like like colors and things and more aesthetic but well, we should be working on some more soon here, and uh, he wants to get some live footage, and he's always wanted some, but I think we're close to that time to where we get this room done, we could get some cool live takes going.: Nice, um, yeah. he's, he's great dude, and he did, you know, he, he did it for the love of it, man. it's the passion. And to me, he's the sixth man in the band, right? Now the fifth. Mm-hmm. But like that, that mentality, because I feel like he brought this great visual element. You know, just like with them, they always had Jaron doing this great live video display. And it's oh, like, it yeah. adds so much, you know, that's, yeah. that's a key. And you're not a musician per se, but you're part of that, the act and the group. And same with Brad, you know, having him kind of design the visual lay, layout for the live show where to have some uh, projector or some kind of video element that he's going to put things together. You know, it's not, it's not going to be uh, probably as much like you guys. Cause I, I felt like um, you guys had your unique way of using projector. You know, I don't know. I feel like Brad is going to be, um, I don't know, More, I'm going to let him do his thing even, right? It's yeah. back to just that whole point. like those music let videos, let man. Yeah. You know, we had ideas, and everybody has ideas, but at the end of the day, I'm like, Brad, what are we doing? You know, what do you want to do? What's your take? And he makes beat sheets, man, and long lists. We spent we spent a lot of time, man, on these videos. Even that first one, we spent course of weeks to kind of compiling uh, props and outfits, and we shot different scenes. I cut my hair, and we got different... Settings and he just did it for love of me. you know. I end up paying him what I could, but he, I like, guess, not why he did it. You know, to me, he's like got equity and you know, like everything we do. You know? he's uh. Then the next one we it was we spent probably two full days, you know, for three minute video. So it's like he's not, not bullshitting around. You know, yeah. love it, man. Everybody's That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's cool to have somebody's like he's approaching it like we are to the music. Like I'm not trying to half ass it. You know, if we're gonna do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. 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 And that's another another motivation. You're you know? Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do do it. it. I got d- to do a number one here. You guys can carry the combo for a minute. Oh, <laughs> <Get> <laughs> oh out go here. for yeah. it, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Empty it out. I uh I I <clears throat> pardon me. I uh I really, really like Colby's approach overall to mm-hmm. to working on like uh well, so he's working on an album, essentially. He's working on like a, a large project that's comprised of a bunch of different pieces in the form of songs, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's got all of all of these people involved. And and like he touched on, you know, using them interchangeably based on their, their skill sets. But we talked about what, herding cats. Yeah. And instead of herding cats, he's just letting creators create. And it sounds right. like the project's evolving into what it's supposed to be organically, which is... Really, really cool to. I'm, I'm just, I'm way into this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like really, really. Uh, uh I don't want to say like shocked because I don't have like a starting point to like be shocked from, but I'm really impressed with like, with uh, like th- how in depth we're going into right. into Colby's process. So, yeah. Uh, big big props to him and his uh, potty break absence for yeah. for for given us all this awesome information. Yeah, dude,
0: he's, uh, he's, he's definitely a super talented guy, man. Oh, like yeah. Every, everything he's been a part of has been awesome. Um, and, and you're, you were just hearing status foe for the first and you yeah. haven't heard Goliath on yet. No, correct. Not at okay. All. Uh, when you get a chance, definitely check out, uh, status foes video on status, they Co there, uh, okay. uh, he's got a couple of videos on there. The ones that he was talking about that Brad did, um, uh, but they're 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 clever, man. They're uh, like they're the, in my opinion, they're what music videos should be. Like nice. in my opinion, I'm uh, my my personal taste. I'm not crazy about um, of watching a uh, a band ba- basically mime their own song because I know sure. they're miming it because I know that they recorded it in a studio. You know, yeah. if they're playing it live, that's different. I'm way into that, but. Like kind of miming it and lip syncing to it I've never been crazy it's about weird. that, so i think uh i like I like music videos that have a more creative element to it so one of the ones he did was um was uh uh, uh which one was it the uh, the first song- propagated sounds mm-hmm. and um and that one He, the, the, the idea was that, uh, he brings this guy into a tent and like, he sits him down and he starts like performing like, like magics, like, like tricks and stuff like that, distracting him. And then like hands kind of come out and basically rob this dude blind and stuff. And like, and the, the undercurrent of the song was, um. Uh, basically, you know, his his view on the government kind of doing the same thing to people sure. is a really good, like metaphorical overlay there. And it wasn't overly complicated. It was fairly, you know, it was fairly simple. Um, and, you know, the, when, when you make when you make videos like that, it just seems more authentic to me. Sure. Like it, it doesn't seem like having a video where you're miming your song. It feels it's just like there's this air of like fakeness to it. Right. Whereas. Instead we got this whole other thing that's like telling this story that overlaps with the song in right. an interesting way. And
1: the visuals kind of move with the song and I, I can dig that too, but the song almost becomes like the score of a micro movie, but like the thematic elements are yeah. overlaid. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's super cool.
2: Yeah. Brad's a film guy. So I think that's, was a big motivation behind it. You know, cinematography, um, yeah, yeah I'm, i, I kind of overheard as I was getting refills. Um, same man I, I dig like unique concepts that are you know as you notice we haven't the first two none of the band just sitting there playing you know what i mean yeah the second one we pulled out the guitar as, yeah and it's the almost carnival. kind of making
0: fun of that it's like <laughs> you pull it out and it's, he's not even playing the song uh, he's just uh, like you
2: know he's playing uh and then i have like a glove on and shit. Yeah. That's that stuff I can get behind that,
0: that's fun, you know. Yeah. But like trying to sell me that you guys are playing right now, yeah,
2: I can't. I know, exactly. It must have to that's be That's just me, you know. Yeah, there's there are some cool ones, but some of my favorite ones is when they do that to like a huge live audience or something. You look at like they have like some setting they run out and you could tell there was a lot of I don't know, effort and energy put in. But Direction, yeah, there's yeah. so many I I'll say there's a lot of cliche videos, I'm not gonna name any of but there's it's like anything, man. You got to be kind of unique and creative with it. Yeah. So I think it's another element of having somebody like Brad, who is a good outlet for him. You know, we did sports work together, but he was he's in, a lot less into sports than even me. And I'm moderately into him. Mm-hmm. But I like the job enough. And for him, he, he was a professor full time, so he quit doing that. And even with that, he has students make v- videos, but this is kind of like his project, right? Mm-hmm. to be his baby. He always wanted to make music videos, he said. So it was a, it was a great, just like coincidental connection there. And, you know, um, and I've kind of tried to be an advocate of that from, from the get-go. It was like, even expressing to all the band members that it's like, you know, this is really Brad's thing. And like, just like all of them, your instruments, I'll let you do whatever, you know, that's what I want too. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I want. It's like, it's a simple moral thing. Like you think of bands where it's like, play this or play that. It's usually like, gonna be a lot worse or, um. Uh, same with video. Everybody has ideas, right? Yeah. I have all these great ideas. I'd love to see a video, but I'm like, he's the one doing it, and he's <laughs> no. the pro. So I was let him do it. And like I said, so far we've had cool storylines. That first one, Status Machine, I, I did a little bit of help with writing. Uh, I mean, it's mostly him, but like even ideas thrown out there and character uh, creation that we had. Um, you start you start
0: getting in, into like too many cooks in the kitchen type he thing did. with exactly. some of those things, and like we, we were talking about when you were uh, when you hit the restroom, uh, 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 Nick was saying that he really liked how uh, you know breaking away from like the herding cats type of thing, you're kind of just putting people in their you know placing them and then letting them do their thing, and it's yeah. kind of making the project into what it's supposed to be.
2: Right. I think a lot of the, any of the great musical acts man it's almost always that way in my opinion i mean you got their unique thing because we you know yeah we're all especially us that can play a lot of you know i feel like I've played a long time where you can play more instrument learn to play more instruments so yeah i could do a record of my own and i've got some cool ideas that would be you know cool but i think what these other guys are going to collectively kind of come up with is going to be better mm-hmm. at least more unique right More, and that's kind of what you're going for Mm -hmm. i felt like i think that's the biggest creative inspiration for me is just trying to be unique Yeah, i've got influences and but i don't i don't sit uh what do you call it set out to make any kind of sounded song or riff and i think maybe that's a it's a mistake maybe novice musicians or artists might make it's like who do i love and i'm trying to or I'm trying to do this. I'm like, I think it'll shine through when you actually do it. So your your influences will be there. But I think if you try to, or if it's kind of a driver, it's it's kind of counterintuitive to creativity, right?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So Just oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I, Just
0: I was, was down closer. the hall a little bit. Yeah, all right. No, that's that's the same struggle I have too, is and it and it pervades all forms of creativity for me. If I have um a particular idea that i want to do Mm -hmm. like let's say i want to paint a thing like i want to paint this thing it always turns out like shit i'm always like i always run into a wall i'm like this sucks i suck clearly i suck because this sucks i'm making this i'm doing my best right now this is terrible (laughs) but when instead i change my um approach to just like Playing with the color, you know, like I just kind of put something there and I'm like, yeah, that kind of looks like this. And I just kind of go with it. And then eventually, sometimes it makes it into something interesting. It's the same thing with music with me. Like, I'm messing around and I come up with a riff and I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of interesting, maybe, you know, like instead yeah, of being like, I'm exactly. going to do a song in 4 4, it's going to be six minutes long, it's going to be about yeah. my dog, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> gonna sound like this guy mixed with yeah. this guy and this yeah. guy
0: yeah and you know some people that's how their process works yeah. like like your it's true your process point. for status Quo and probably for goliathon is mostly like a collaborative kind of like amorphous thing yeah as opposed to some bands they instead they have like a central person who's a dictator in a way not in a negative yeah. sense but like they're they're kind of they're they're directing the thing yeah. and um they come up with the gist of the song and then everybody has their input and yeah. you know some some approaches work better for others some people like working in that environment some yeah. people like being that guy you i know? like
2: well i like uh, structurally like with all these i've pretty much written them like structurally from start to finish and the changes and things and now they there have been uh, evolutions through working on the songs with bandmates like yeah let's only play this part like this let's play that part twice as long and do that which is cool and and not the end but i think as far as the cohesiveness like at least from my end there's and so far it's it's worked out well we're like we pretty much have the structure but then within that everybody do what you want and if they do have ideas oh, i am open but I feel like i've been able to write structural like songs start to finish and other bands like i know chad says it's another thing there's like no right way right there's all these different ways and that's Mm -hmm. maybe why mine's maybe a little weirder and quirkier but um you know some bands can get together and start jamming and come up with ideas maybe with goliathon i felt like we did more of that you know Mm -hmm. it was more it was more of a collaborative uh collage to begin with goliathon status foe is more uh, these are songs I started writing and i started adding band members but the creatively i wanted to keep it like inspired by everybody and everybody be you know have their creative input and, right um
0: so like so like liathon let's say for example i mean one of my favorite songs is riot in cairo like nice. how, did, how did that one start
2: that was the song chris pretty sure come up with that riff
0: Okay. And, uh, and, dun, dun, dun. Or uh, is it like man there's so many riffs in that song. I can't I even know. think
2: of. Well, I think he he started the song and like um like the arrangements of it and the different sections I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. You know, we all just kind of I feel like yeah, like it, it's hard to quite remember but that was one of his, you know, and he wrote a lot of the songs really early on when it was just Neil Chris. No, before Chris. It was Neil Fields, um, Justin, and um, Christian. Like, Neil wrote these songs. They were instrumental. It was like a band for a year or something. Played a couple little shows here and there. And then Chris and I joined. Chris became the singer and guitar and sax. And I played, I was just going to be organ. And then Justin at the time, they were putting the band back together, kind of like they took a break. And then Justin just... Didn't really want to be a part of it anymore. So I'm, he's still a real good friend, but I was like, "Well, shit, man, if he's not going to show up on bass, I'll just play bass too because that's my main thing." Ended mm-hmm. up doing more bass than organ, but I, that's why I did both of those a lot because I almost started playing organ for the band. Mm-hmm. And then after uh, you know, Chris started writing songs lyrically, but that one I know kind of jumped all the way away from that first answer. That's a Chris song though. That's a Chris song. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give I'll give him like. A, uh, at least he like. At least
0: he like came up with the seed, yeah. and then like and which he, developed into the yeah, song. Yeah, he did
2: most know. of them, and I had a few like. Um, I only had a few like kebab. That was probably my favorite one. I come up with on the second album, just instrumental, and a couple. And then of the two albums, I maybe had. You know, a few that I come up with, maybe a handful of the musical ideas. You know, Chris did all the lyrics, and then I think pretty sure Chris come up with a lot of the other songs, and then. The other guys probably had they had a lot of influence in them, right? So, I think the initial spark I felt like I felt like Chris and I were the mostly him though, like the song the spark creation. Mm-hmm. You know? and I don't know. I think that just naturally falls into a singer's role, and especially if you're a singer playing guitar, mm. as if you know your multi instruments. I feel like it's very common in bands.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Is, uh, they, they sort of have an idea of how many times they want to do something. Yeah. You know, that was something that was really tricky. And Dead Birds is where, man, how many times does mm. it go from this before it goes to that? You know, like it it, it almost seems like in a way, you, uh, in the beginning anyway, when you're stacking on instruments, those separate instruments start helping inform those decisions. Yeah. Because then you got a guy that's like, man, I really, I'm feeling four on this thing. And then like you got, well all right, I got the singer, I got like six lines for it, you know, and then you, you meet in the middle or you, you argue and call each other
2: names. But um, <laughs> no. It's all part you know? of the process. Yeah. yeah. The, this decision-making, it's it's helpful to have more minds and more, more input. It's helpful. Sometimes things, there's just no right answer. Or there's so many options. How do you do it? You know, what do you yeah. like? And, um, and just like you said, you know, there,
0: there's no rules, there's no right way to make music. You know, there's only <laughs> really your own standards and what you think is good and what's yeah.
2: useful, you know, like, yeah, and you know it's uh, opinions. Everybody has their own and uh, their own musical tastes, and I'm an advocate of everybody just loving what they love and chilling off, of giving other people shit, right? Like yeah. let people like what they like, and if you don't like it, yeah, you know you don't got to make a deal of it, you yeah. know. Because there's a lot of shit I don't like, but I'm just gonna people are gonna people like music I don't, but you know, the stuff I like, I'm like that's that's you know what i like it's what yeah what it's what what, like, what that's what, what like. it is you like what you like. Like, it, I like like what i like but there's no it's harder to be clear-cut but it's easier to be for people to be if they're being truthful you can admit talent in different field in different genres like yeah they're talented it's not my shit even there's still a scale and i don't know um but God, that's a great thing of art too that connects you can connect you pretty much find anything connects to you right mm-hmm. whether it's an artist and you know Rush is my favorite band but a lot of people hate Rush and it's like oh, yeah. duh of course I mean that's okay Yeah, but um, just like a lot of these pop stars that people love I probably you know like ugh yeah not all of them I, like, I, like, I do like yeah. some of them
0: and you know some of the stuff that i like i can yeah. totally see why other people don't like yeah. i'm like i you know i can see why people wouldn't like getty lee's voice you know what yeah, i mean exactly. I, can, I can i can get that, that i mean it doesn't bother me you know right. but um uh yeah you can always
2: understand at least like and it's it's uh yeah everybody's gonna have i think in those things exactly everybody's have really their own opinions and they all can be equal and Everybody does have it even leads into societal you know having the right to say what you want and believe what you want, and I think all that's great, and it only becomes dangerous when it's based on like anti science or anti like things that are proven right you know what I mean that can harm people like if your way of thinking is it can really harm people, something extreme is you know take this and you, you know you'll be fine everybody's poisoned or't know yeah or like or or something as far as um you know, it's got to be morally based. I feel like. I mean, right. people, but people can be immoral. They could be dirt balls and pieces of shit, and they could say what they want. And everybody's got to accept that, right? I feel like I feel like it becomes harmful if you're influential, influential, and you, you know, look at Some certain genes, things. Genes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. genetics. <laughs> no. The good thing is, like, <laughs> genetic, uh, uh, genetic mutations and diseases can be solved through great science like that. But there's such darkness to it. Like yeah. where It got founded on darkness. But the good thing is now that people are able to be healed through gene therapy. I yeah. mean, it's, it's mm. possible.
1: Yeah, that's pretty impressive.
2: And be able to find, because um, I watch some stuff on PBS, like the, down to the genome and where in the DNA, like which strand of DNA had the weird um, mutation. And if they can find that, then they can fucking solve it. And there, isn't there like four different letters or something? There's four yeah, different, four different uh, proteins in DNA. Yeah. And, I but yet, with computer yeah. science and modern computer science, they've been able to get a lot better at it. But it's a whole nother world.
1: Yeah, dude. I, uh... Fuck yeah, blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. That, what's that? What's that uh, documentary on on Netflix about about gene therapy? What is it? Uh, oh, unnatural selection. Is that it? Uh, oh, I don't know. I, oh man, know. that's that's so good. It's it's crazy how, how much mind blowing. Yeah,
2: advancements and like power and things we have have come about from negativity and war and dark shit. Mm-hmm. All right? Like World War II and all that All that Nazi Germany's contributed to a lot of our science expansion, right? And yeah, the internet, so, you
0: know, like computers in general like exploded after World War II. And they would have like, killed all the...
2: A people are like, you know, they. why didn't those... You know, a lot of the scientists got... did some dark shit and we just brought them on. And yeah. The, the excuse is that Russia was going to get them if we didn't, which yeah. I'd rather have them than Russia. But, cool. Sometimes. And, uh, right, exactly. At least, at least take their... Yeah, take their knowledge, right? Yeah. It's like, this leads to another point, even public punishment. And I'm like, probably more right on this issue, but I'm like, if somebody does something crazy, fucked up, and they're going to get a death sentence or a jail sentence, especially if they have a death sentence, they should be given to scientists. I'm sure they do, and just like, study their brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. Put them in the gallows, too. If they do something awful, like, don't give them a free, like, resort right. in prison for life. I mean, you got to. I I've heard, I've heard, okay. I've heard that argument
0: for like, uh, like, uh, things like like pedophiles and child molesters oh, yeah. and stuff like these these, these, these people that too. cause like so much damage and you can't just let them do what they want. That's n- never okay. But like, uh, but. Instead, taking time to like try to understand that and uh, yeah, hey, if you got to
1: dissect a few, know, you know, to maybe prevent people
0: from getting hurt in the future, I think I'm
2: you know, I exactly dude. I'm like, know. what better way?
1: I mean, you make it a voluntary choice, like, hey, spend the rest of your life in prison or you Castrated. Know, we'll, just, we'll just uh, speed up the process and you'll undergo th- this procedure, and that's that. I mean, you know, if, if they can. Sign up for it willingly and, uh, you know, or if free they, up some funds and we all benefit from acquiring knowledge. i,
2: eh, oh, I even I'm if they went for science. Yeah. Even if they die, like what rights – you lose rights. That's part of our legal system. Like if you do awful, heinous shit like that, it's like once, once they're dead, you, know, you don't have to kill them. But I'm like, you know, your organ donor, <laughs> well, there, yeah. there need to be fucking – all of them need to be – like you said, there can be stuff learned probably.
0: Yeah. But, I mean yeah, yeah. everybody has rights, but at some point – you're going to get banished from the tribe. I know. You know we're going to kick you the fuck that... out, and you're going to have to deal with the bears by yourself. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, good luck. You know? true, man.
2: <laughs> You've
0: uh, yep, got to gotta function as a good member of society. We went to a,
1: a, an odd and... Potentially unsettling place. All oh, that's of a okay. That's where, these,
0: that? uh, that's where these. <laughs> dark, happen, cre- yeah. no, that's where these things happen. Dark creativity here. That's true. Just like he said, you it. know, when he yeah. um, when he's putting together songs, he just starts with the musical like kind of theme, and then that out of that words start coming and then of course he's interacting with the words and connecting it with other ideas and it turns into this thing that's kind of like personal to him that's sure. uh, you, know, these, these, um, uh, you know these views on 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 politics and stuff and like uh, especially like things like the deep state and like kind of like conspiracy kind of things like hey I see you. what you're doing mm-hmm. you're doing something mm-hmm.
1: kind of fucked up over there yeah. and
2: uh, you know there's a lot of bullshit but there's a lot of truth and I think yeah. the more noise that gets pushed out even the current times, man, I feel like it's so obvious you step back, but centuries ago before printing press, I mean, knowledge was so scarce and you, it was only kept to royals and elites. And then once printing press, I feel like everybody could at least get books. And then literacy was still low, but I felt like it helped transition and born people learning stuff, right? And then, and then it got to where radio news and then TV news, and that's where we're getting information. And now we've got so much shit. There's a lot of fake much. news. There's too much. It's too much. So on, a, on any issue. And it's like data is only good if it's clean and reliable and it's valid. Right. And there's so much false data and things that get thrown out there to muddy truth. Yeah.
0: yeah. Deliberately. And deliberately put out there yeah. to like to dilute it, you know, yeah. so people get to the point. That's where I, I stood with the whole COVID thing with it, like starting up like. Any any type of issue like that, whether it's like political or like uh, in this case, a biological threat to humanity, you know, like I, I tend to rely on the perspective of other people. Like I don't I don't really voice my own opinion because I am not qualified to have an opinion on an infectious disease. So I'm just like, well, this person over here said this, this person over here said this, both of these people think it's dangerous and that I should stay home. But uh, my acquaintance from Oklahoma says uh, that all the media lies all the time and I should never believe any of it. And I'm like, well, let's consider mm-hmm. my sources here. These these two over here spent, oh, uh, 40 years <laughs> studying these things, like yeah. obsessively, like I study music, you know. Uh, this dude over here uh, has a smartphone. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hmm. That's just the way that I look at it. But like the whole COVID thing, like I wasn't able to make heads or tails after a certain point because conflicting credible sources. And then you're just like, well, mask? What,
2: no mask? Oh, right, and de- and deaths. They had they had it at some point, so they get ruled a, a COVID death. It's like, no, that's not making the data false. Like That dude died. Oh, he had COVID. He tested positive, but he... He died in you know, car crash or he died of something else. And, um, you know, I, I think to your point, I, I think it's real. And even from the beginning, I was I'm still cautious, but I was like I was almost like most people getting kind of like super cautious and freaked out a little bit, like worried. Mm-hmm. But. As I've, as time has gone along and I've seen some of that, I'm like, you know, some of it's bullshit. But I think it's real, and, it, and it's, anybody, it's it's like the Earth's round, okay? I, I can't get behind any flat earth or ideas. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's so easy a way to fucking prove it. And there's so much science. It gets to science. People like, you know, people could be religious and believe what they want. I don't care. But, you know, it's all, as long as they're peaceful and things. But you can't deny science. And, like, this morning I saw a bird. I'm like, that, he's, that's descended from a dinosaur. It had been around millions of years ago. And humans... Have only evolved like a hundred thousand years ago, or a couple hundred thousand years ago, something like that. And so, it's like maybe I'm confused, but it's like it—it's crazy how it's like that's there's scientific facts behind mm-hmm. this. You know, I'm not even an expert at that, but yeah. people are like, "Oh, the Earth's been around you know, three thousand years." Yeah, ago. It's like, come yeah. on, hey. yeah, it's uh, tough
1: to swallow.
0: <laughs> it's uh, I I look at science as a process, though. Like why? Like you can uh, just keep it, disproving. It will. It will like because we have, um, you, you know, we have barriers to our objectivity like that just by being creatures. Like really, our senses are only openings to yeah. our brain. You Quantum know? world, Smiley. so yeah.
2: Unknown still. Yeah, up.
0: and like there's no way I can tell right now like what's happening in India because there are barriers to my, you know. So so science uh, will basically overcome those with time eventually, you know? So it's a, I look at it as a process. Like I can't take science for, uh, the gospel, you know, but I'm like, okay. Like I, I think about it scientifically. I'm okay. This is what science is saying right now, based on these studies and based on like this particular data set, you know, like mm-hmm. it's almost like when you look at these things with, you know, the thing in mind, you know, like basically looking at, at it in the context of like, this is the actual information I have, instead of applying a belief to it. Like, well, this is definitely this, because
2: science says this. That's true. Know? I mean, it's, it gets a lot of shit gets disproven. But I think the beauty of it is it just becomes stronger. That's all it does. Right. Like, as it, as it gets, all the other options get disproven, and over time, like you say, certain things. I mean, we can, as we know currently, there's a lot of shit we don't know. That's, you know, going to develop and... Um, I think like math, mathematical, like science really gets proven by, you know, experimentation, but a lot of mathematical things, look like at engineering and all that. It's like, those are facts because look yeah. at this building and this yeah, bridge. like Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Like there are definite this machine,
2: like, this flying it's, machine.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, that, that process of, of developing those and, um, uh, and having, you know, um, Uh, What is it? Peer reviewed kind of uh, culture where basically your entire community is trying to rip these ideas apart and then it escalates, you know, it gets, it it improves from there and the ideas become refined from, you know, Newton's law of gravity to Einstein's theory of relativity, you know, like, just, and like, it's so interesting too. I think, I think what, what gets me thinking about this is that, you know, Einstein's theory of relativity, that wasn't just uh, rejected by like, uh, I mean, it it was just so widely ridiculed at the time, you know, like, and even at the same time, apparently Einstein like wasn't a big fan of quantum theory. Like, you know, there's just like people looking at, at the objective reality that it's this tangible thing is right there and i can see it I, I nick doesn't see it so good but i see it good you know <laughs> oh i God. definitely i see what he doesn't see you know everybody kind of has operates from that right, seat sure. of like well I, i'm right first of all and second of all you know like right. To me, I'm just like man. There's there's no possible way that I can know all the data. There, like my and my map of the universe is just that. It's a map, and it can adjust at any time if I have new information. I can bring into that map. Cool, Uh, but I'm not going to get the map confused with the territory. You know, like the literal. The map is not the territory, or uh, the menu is not the meal, as Alan Watts said. You know.
1: Well, I like in art and with interacting with other human beings in society and larger, like human issues, a little bit of humility and a little bit of nuanced thinking goes a very, very long way. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And just
0: operating from a place that's like, well, maybe I'm full of shit, you know, (laughs) maybe I read this totally wrong. And what helps me with that is just, is really just not saying the word is like, like um like if i'm upset with somebody about something like i'll be like man it it seems that this i i got the impression that or it seems like that seemed disrespectful to right. me you know then then i'm incorporating my nervous system into the observation and therefore right. whether or not it was intended it's still accurate this is my reading like my dude my fucking geiger counter over here is going off like that and that's like the, that's the only truth i know you know um, mm-hmm. and then you get to more truth when you express those kind of things. When you say that, I'm like, man, that seemed, you know, that hurt my feelings. Like that's, you know, that's applying exactly. to me. I'm not going to say you were being an asshole or like, uh, like you deliberately attacked me. Like I can't know somebody's
2: intention. Exactly. So te- I'm like the texting like, culture amplifies it too. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh hell yeah, yeah. For it's sure. So like, how do you read this? And so much, man. And, we gets back to your point through experience you can develop your truths and in interacting with people, and I think people have to be willing to change your mind on things I think sure. no matter anybody's opinion you look at that on any issue the ones that um encourage that I think are spot on you know mm-hmm. I mean you've got to if you can't then you hold on to fallacies you know yeah. if you can't develop and I mean just like with science I mean minds get changed all the time, you know, yeah. it's proven weight that isn't yeah. right. But, yeah.
0: It's a process, you yeah. know, it's a, it's a process towards objectivity and you have to be willing to move. Like you have to be willing to let everything you understand about the world be disproven. And the thing is, is like, I have that level of willingness with the flatter thing, you know, mm-hmm. do I do not believe it whatsoever, but I am willing to let somebody prove me wrong. You know, like, True. let's yeah. do <laughs> some tests, you know, let's, let's test this right now you have the whole of the scientific community versus a small niche on YouTube ad funded, you know, it's yeah. just like, mm, I there's, don't know. That's <laughs> not enough. You know, uh, well,
2: you got almost prob- got me. A lot, yeah. A lot of problems with them. They refuse to listen to some of these scientists, prove them easy examples. Yeah. Like there's some easy examples of, of things. And, uh, but I'm not, an it's not in either. their re- It's
0: not in their reality. T- yeah. t- they decided yeah. this is my reality yeah. tunnel. This true. is my map. And the map is the universe. And, Anybody, anything that conflicts with that, um, I can just ignore it and, and uh, yeah. dismiss it or they're stupid. You know, like one of those
2: things I can just. Right. This ties yeah. back into the musical thing, too. I think being able to, you know, in, in the scientific way of like great art or artists or musicians, like in almost all these cases, there's probably so, there's so much thought and there's a lot of critique and a lot of effort. And I think years of different drafts and albums and records are paintings and things before a lot of the greats reach with their, their greats. You know, think of all the, all the great masterpieces you see. I mean, they probably did dozens and hundreds of ideas before that, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, not always, but it's, it's more that way. And I think back, you know, even growing up, you're like a teen and you're playing a band. It's like, oh, this, this is a cool song. It's the coolest thing I'll we'll ever do. And then you go to another yeah. group, oh, wait, this is going to be the coolest thing. Yeah. And it's hard in the moment to think that you'll ever surpass it. But I think almost always you, you lead to better stuff. It's just you get so attached and, and um, connected with your current music and then yeah. all this t- effort and blood, sweat, and tears. And once you put it out, it's it's like... It's um, something for me, though. but Like a lot of these, I've spent so much time on By the time I put it out, I'm like ready to Move look on, on the next. But I think you're that's a good thing because yeah. the, there's been times when we were back old bands, like you do a record, put all this energy in, you're done. And it's like, oh, i got to go write new stuff now. And it's like yeah. a pressure. But if it's a constant flow of ideas, then you can have so much content and... You can get done with this one set and have these others that have been working. You don't have to, you know, be forced to make up crap that's not any good. Yeah, well, I
0: don't know. Damn, that's a I, long one, isn't it? No, I had uh, I had something there. Shit, what was it? Uh, uh, what what were you just talking about?
2: Try not to say that too many times on the podcast. It was, what it was did about you Just putting say. ideas. Being. Um, Critical and I don't know thorough on ideas and you know being attached to what you're creating now. Right. and, oh, and really right. And it's like a lot of things in life. You can't. It's hard to. You can kind of imagine what feelings are like, but you can't replicate them. Like going to a concert, like that live feeling. Like you can't. Not being at one, there's no way to replicate it. You know, just that feeling or being with somebody or certain whether it's friends or significant other or family. Like you, whatever is like a good time. It's like that's the only way you can experience a lot of those things. I don't I don't know how it ties into what we were just talking oh, about. Oh no no, no like, that
0: that's perfect you jarred yeah. my memory. Like one of the thoughts yeah. that I had when you were saying that is like I I like to look at um um the the creative work whatever it is, like whether it's a performance or whether it's an album or something. Like this is an entire lifetime in a making. You know what I mean? Mm. Like this one thing is like it's it's taken an an entire life up until that point to make that sound, oh, yeah. make that album, you know. Um. yeah and, and and with everything every album any little work of art anything that was like entire lifetime in the making and then that's drawing on entire other lifetimes you know mm-hmm. so it's all, like those works of art the albums the great albums the great masterpieces they're like, like snapshots in history you know not of history itself again the map isn't the territory but kind of how we saw it back then you know and then the internet happened and that just exploded yeah. everywhere and yes. all we have are god awful memes
2: <laughs> I love it though it's, it's, a, it's a, a fun time n- another time. form of artistic expression uh, yeah it or is it is, it is. I'm, I'm oh, well silly. done meme it's memes. like with anything there's good ones and there's bad oh, yeah. Like yeah. a level of, of skill there I mean, I mean yeah, yeah.
0: There's, it's an interesting idea encapsulating an idea you know a lot of people indeed. aren't thinking about it like that they're just like oh this is funny you know but like you really are just capturing the small essence of a thing and yeah that's, that's, that's cool indeed until people make money
1: on memes i bet some people do like probably probably, so i mean if you've got like a, if you've got some sort of like an instagram page with a hundred thousand followers oh yeah and you're just cranking them out oh yeah gross well
0: i think uh we're we're about in an hour and a half we can start wrapping this yeah that's a good good
2: segment there
0: so uh Obviously, we can check you out at statusfo.co, statusfo.co, but where else can we learn more about Colby Holmes and what you got going on? You can also on, follow me. i
2: uh, Placebo Amigo on Instagram, Placebo Amigo. The studio doesn't have a name yet. Um, it might involve Placebo Amigo. Okay. The record label on the first Status quo record is Placebo Amigo, Amigo Records, just because you can make your own through Distro Kids. Why not make up a fun name mm-hmm. instead of being. DK00574 whatever yeah. they're going to give you. But, um, yeah, so you can check me there. Um, don't creep me too hard. Okay. No. But yeah, statusfo.co is a good way. Instagram. Oh. I'm on the Facebook, but I've just uh, set my lock to 30 minutes a day because it's nice. getting over it, man. Yeah, I just want to see funny shit. and yeah. you, know, but, in, um, you can also reach me at 3-1-no. no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Ladies, you can Yeah, also. you couldn't find me on this dating app. No. <laughs> um, Fountain Square. I'm a resident now of Bates Hendrick, so if any of y'all are out there, yeah, man. Fountain Square let's meet up.
0: Pretty rad. I'm, I'm kind of ready for Girl something. I really wanted yeah. to go. Grab some coffee from Square Cap Vinyl before I came over here, but um,
2: I ground you up some here. We had some. Oh, we yeah, we here. definitely
0: had some coffee happening. That was good, but you know, I like dropping into local
2: businesses in Fountain Square. Oh, big that. time, man! I can't wait to get back out, get the yeah. shows like we we're saying. Everybody's yeah. hopefully the good rebound is we'll have more show attendance once we're allowed. Hell yeah! yeah but, I, think, I think we will. People are itching to get uh, out. Yeah, man. And Do something fun, you know. So. yeah big time well you can reach so. me there maybe reach me in, here in the future um
0: yep. I mean pretty soon yeah. you plan on for this uh studio you, you plan on um uh renting out the space commercially, yeah, is it's that right true
2: that's true um, like I said no no quite working name i might I might make one mm-hmm. you know I was like placebo Migo. is when I made Instagram, which had to come up with a handle and um for that, I was like, I like the concept because we're in the age of a placebo amigo to where you've got 5,000 <laughs> Facebook friends. Like, is it a really a, a, a friend of yours or it's more a placebo effect? Like, uh, yeah. to make you believe that we're friends. But because I, I run into people even I don't, I've never met, but I'll see them out in public. And usually girls because you just, I mean, but not always. Sometimes dudes that I'm like, oh, I haven't met you, but I know who you are. <laughs> we know you're Facebook. <laughs> usually I say something that's awkward, but I'm like, I got to yeah. say, hey, because it's, yeah otherwise I know, it's you really I know you're
1: a real person yeah. look at this
2: but yeah follow status foe um status message Stetisfo me on facebook that. but yeah we'll rent it out hopefully uh you know be a rehearsal space um podcast space uh recording space eventually like it's near near term but all the gear's not here yet but as as uh, they all can see we got some uh
0: yeah, we got some soundproofing
2: foam, foam here.
0: Yeah, we, uh, uh, we completely rigged just, up this uh, amazing <laughs> mic stand here. Yes. Um, hopefully, we will rectify that soon. Yeah. But
2: uh, no, yeah, I'm hoping to you know have friends and other local musicians, artists need a space. You know, come yeah. Come use it up. Come uh, have fun. And, it's uh,
0: sitting here. It's definitely yeah. a room, and that's exactly what we needed. Yeah,
2: good, good, ceiling, size, yeah. good yeah. ceiling size. Good
0: ceiling size. I can do this. I know. Yeah, rides.
2: to you know, walk around the whole house, and look like he's
0: like, yeah, free my shoulders oh wait that feels good yeah okay but also um thanks for having me guys yeah, yeah. status foe, definitely check them yeah. out they're uh the the music's amazing and then yeah, yeah. status Co. Can... there's there's the entire album on there yep. and the the videos and the lyrics and yeah. everything and and you know i know i've made that he did. he did great work i also use squarespace but they don't sponsor us so i'm gonna edit that, right. that out yeah he can do happen. work for you too yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so Right on. Thanks for uh thanks for let First of all yeah, again thanks again. Uh, thanks for letting us use this room. Oh, yeah, this hey, is awesome. You're welcome. Like,
2: I'm I'm glad to you know offer it up with us. You know. Yes. I'm glad it was there. somewhat first at least put together halfway so we're we're getting there. Yeah. We'll see some progress during by season 2, man. This will be- <laughs> yeah, season 2
0: this is going to be man, Joe Rogan eat your heart oh, out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, thanks for using us uh letting us use the place and uh thanks for being our first ever guest. Indeed, yeah. I'll be sure to check yeah, out those indeed. music Thank
1: videos you. shortly. Oh yeah, and uh, and also uh, come visit us on our yet to be created social medias. Yeah. Um forging flame, forging
0: flame. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be places right now. As it's check recorded, the comments. Yeah, check the comments. <laughs> That's right, right now, nothing exists. That we're like we're literally we're literally hitting the ground running. We don't quite know what we're doing. Like I know how to do production
2: stuff, but like, you know, this you know, is I an airing done... like right now. So I think by the time you air, we, we might have, you might have something. Who does? Yeah, I don't well, know. I, yeah. That's, I'm not No, that's okay. the idea for
0: sure. Yeah. I want to have all the social media and all the website stuff. And I'm also going to do vlogs and like have blogs for each episode. It's all going so to as you all are what well, We're coming in hot summer. As you're yeah, all like, are watching literally. from
2: your, your radioactive bunkers. Yes. <laughs> as
0: long as we survive. Forging Flame is coming in hot, and we'll, yes. uh, we'll wrap it right there. Thank you again, Colby. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Gratitude, Bye. love, peace. Thank you for listening to the third episode of Forging Flame. Just wanted to let you guys know that Colby has decided on a name for his studio rehearsal space. He's going to call it Prospect East, and it's located in the Fountain Square neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. So if you're in the area and you need a rehearsal space, a recording space, or if you just need a quiet room for a while, hit him up on Instagram at Placebo Amigo. But I also wanted to thank you guys personally for uh, tolerating the... (laughs) audio technical difficulties we experienced in that episode um we're really presenting this thing as a warts and all type thing we're just kind of going for it so inevitably we're going to run into snags like that so thank you for sticking with it and um I'll go ahead and share the the mistake we made. The mistake we made was we recorded all three of us in the corner of an untreated room, so all the sound was bouncing around like crazy, and I wasn't sure if uh, Colby was echoing in the recording or if it was just bouncing off the wall and hitting my ear. So uh, we corrected it, and in our next episode, we actually recorded more in the middle of the in the middle of the room, which, you know, we end up getting into some more technical issues there, but. Um, It's an improvement and it's all about, you know, taking those steps forward and learning, learning from your mistakes. And, um, you know, we're we're making progress and it's going to get better from here. So thank you once again.